Welcome to Diving Deep. We're your hosts, Rajesh and Kirti. This is where we talk about topics in society which are often overlooked. This week, we're talking about toxic masculinity and what we've seen around in our community. However, however, Rajesh has told me that he, when we were having this conversation, he told me how he doesn't really, he hasn't, he's like seen it, but I guess I, he, we wanted to talk about it, but we didn't have enough information about it. Yeah, like I've, I've felt it, but I just haven't felt it in a really great extent to where I feel like I can talk about it in detail and how it's actually present in our community. So we were just trying to think about how we can make an episode about this. Because and who's really it, experienced that yeah. type of thing? Because we really want to talk about it, but we just, we don't know enough, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Very true. Oh, hey, guys. <laughs> guys, yes, we have our first guest star. This is Kempis. We've known him since grade seven-ish. Hi, Kempis. Rajesh has known him earlier, right? I've known him earlier, and he's a really great guy, and he's going to be talking about toxic masculinity and what he's felt. So how are you feeling to be here on the show and talk about toxic masculinity? Honestly, I'm kind of nervous to be on the podcast because, you know, so many people listen to it, but... um. That, that wasn't sarcasm, by okay. the way. <laughs> no, that, that, that. Okay, good. My, my nervousness is real. But, um, yeah, it feels good to talk about this because, like, you know, I've experienced this my whole life, and I feel like a lot of people go through this, but, like, no one ever says anything. Yeah, right? and I think this is a good platform to talk about it because mm-hmm. more and more people can learn about it and just be aware that they're not alone in how they're feeling, you know. Yeah, so I think to start off, we should just talk about what toxic masculinity really is. Mm. So, Um, what would you say it is, in your own words, I guess? uh, It's basically, like, having to act or dress a certain way to appear masculine. And it's, like, other people's ideas of what it means to be masculine. Yeah, it just seems like a standard that's always been there. It's not something that I feel like has kind of... Like, at least in our generation, it doesn't seem like it's, like, increased or anything. It's just always been there. And to me, in my opinion, it's just, like, subtle. But the more and more you look into it, it just... There's so many more consequences that there are. So did you ever find yourself participating in that mob mentality or be bystander when you knew that what was happening was wrong? Well, yeah. I mean, definitely, like, probably everyone has. Because, like, we're literally raised like in a society that like that literally like tells us from the moment like we're like just start walking that like you're not allowed to cry you're not allowed to like you know i don't know just do certain things that don't make you masculine like Mm -hmm. especially growing up in india um well i didn't grow up there but i did visit a couple times and even in india like you can see the culture is like really strict there and I guess I would say it's it's definitely it's better here in Canada, but like there's still like you know yeah. I think I it's still know, there like a lot. It. It's there almost like everywhere. Yeah, but it's just it's mm. so much more easier to just be present with it and just say it's okay. Just it always happens instead of like making it like having someone yeah. accountable for it. You know. Yeah, because I feel like it's almost like a norm at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And people don't take it seriously enough and realize how damaging it really is. Hmm. 
yeah it's like i don't know like people are like so scared to just be themselves because they're afraid of judgment from other people from other guys and from the moment we're born like there's just this automatic pressure on us to conform to mm -hmm. this idea yeah of being masculine so what kind of expectations did you kind of did you kind of grow up with um well like crying is seen as like a feminine thing and if you cried like you were just like slapped or corrected to stop crying <laughs> corrected <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, like literally like they mm -hmm. would be like okay uh if you stop crying right now i will buy you mcdonald's you know like yeah say stuff like that <laughs> <laughs> i mean i feel like that's more of a controlling like a small kid kind of thing because they just want to not make the kid cry but yeah. i've also seen that even in even in like teenagers like you've said they just mm -hmm. it's so unacceptable for men or like teenage guys to be crying yeah. or even and anyone yeah it's like just be mm -hmm. tough stop crying yeah and like guys who like are going through mental health issues are usually like made fun of or like ridiculed right like it's not really talked about mm. yeah that's I mean. a whole other aspect of it too mm-hmm so speaking of that, I remember you were telling us a bit about um, when you really realized that this was wrong and it needs to be fixed. So if you could, uh, yeah, do you yeah, want to yeah. talk about that? Yeah, yeah, I'll say it. So basically, like the first time I realized that this was something that, you know, I didn't want to be a part of and something I wanted to dismantle was um, right before a tryout, right, in... Um, uh, like it was a trial for a sports team we were all in the locker room this kid comes in the locker room and he's like hey uh, does anyone have a long sleeve shirt I could borrow because I really need a long sleeve shirt for the trial and at first like everyone was just like laughing because we're just like yo why does he need a long sleeve shirt like, we're all wearing short sleeves like yeah insecure about something and yeah same with insecurities too insecurities aren't talked about that much yeah right, with guys like, it doesn't seem like guys can have them you know yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. we're just told to put it in a box and yeah. lock it up and just, just to pretend <laughs> like just be confident like everything's yeah, exactly. perfect yeah there's so I'm many different honest, aspects to this i'm short as <laughs> <laughs> but like yeah like a lot of guys make fun of other guys for all their like you know physical characteristics but i don't know sometimes with other people like they act like it's fine but mm. maybe that hurts them more than others and they're never allowed to say anything you know yeah that's that's how it makes it feel like at least mm -hmm. wait you didn't finish your story yeah continue oh, the story yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so right yeah at first we were just like wondering if this guy was insecure but then he just kept like going on and on about how he wanted a long sleeve shirt and like we were all wearing short sleeves right and this mm -hmm. was like it was a tryout so usually someone would wear like breathable clothing so like that made us even more confused and we're just like dude no one has a long sleeve shirt but he was still like so persistent in trying to get a long sleeve shirt he was going around the entire locker room like just asking do you have a long sleeve shirt and then we're like why do you need one so bad he's like i need one or else i can't try out hmm. like i literally can't try out and then finally like he asked so one more time like he was like really frustrated at this point he just asked the entire locker room and then someone threw a short sleeve shirt at his face hmm. and then it dropped down to his hands and he just had like a shocked expression on his face like 
It looked like he felt betrayed. Mm-hmm. And he just uh, tossed the shirt to the ground and he left the locker room, right? And at first, I just thought that whole interaction was just, like, kind of silly and dumb. I didn't think much of it. But then, like, uh, like maybe, like, a day later, like, two days later, I started... I realized that the reason why he needed a long sleeve shirt was to cover up his self harm scars. Mm-hmm. And like, I can't even imagine what he was going through, right? Because he just wanted to participate in the tryout without, like, I don't know, like having that spotlight on him of people being able to, like, like visually witness his mental health. Yeah. And I think it sucks that at first like it wasn't even a thought that came into anyone's head because Mm -hmm. they're expected not to go through that they're expected not to go through anything but it's so real and i don't think it's it's sad to see that everyone's first reaction was just kind of laughing at him when he probably needed someone to actually be there for him whether that be talk to him or actually give him a long sleeve shirt i mean honestly even if like if i was in that position i generally wouldn't have guessed that that was the reason you know it's just mm, yeah it just doesn't seem like something you'd expect or like something that that my brain is like is programmed to think about when i when i you know which sucks which is wrong like the problem yeah that is the problem that's what i'm saying that's the problem yeah like it it wasn't just that like that people knew maybe some people did know but they just didn't want to like they didn't want to acknowledge that that could be the truth right like Mm. they usually just want to hide it and if they know someone's in pain they'd rather ignore that they're going through something because i guess it's just like awkward to put those feelings out there in the light yeah yeah and i feel like that happens in so many different situations someone wants to speak up but Mm -hmm. because of these expectations they can't yeah, like, I just started thinking about all of my, uh, like, male friends and how, like, rarely they speak to me about their feelings. It's just so, it's so surface level. And, like, even if you consider someone close, it just doesn't seem, like, as close, like, in contrast with my, like, other gender friends or, like, female friends. There's a more frequency of talking about our feelings, you know, and that's just not there in men. Yeah, and I guess just no one expected, like, it was just a surprise, like, what a guy would self-harm like it was just out of nowhere like no one would expect like a guy to self-harm because like i don't know it's just never expected i mean that is the toxic masculinity that that we're addressing that's a huge toxic part (laughs) because it's so possible and like i said it's so real and the fact that everyone kind of brushes it off is just it's wrong I mean, this whole thing has like a lot of consequences at the like later end too, because it just sort of enforces the idea that people like men always have to be strong and don't talk about stuff, and that leads to so many other things. Like for example, suicide rates are generally higher with men because of the lack of communication that is that's like that's there, you know. And like also taking into account of the perspective of the guy that just wanted the long sleeve shirt like that situation probably showed him like oh i shouldn't expose my feelings or like i should always Mm -hmm. keep this a secret exactly Because like in that moment like he just wanted a way to be able to just go in the tryout but when he seeked for help everyone just like laughed yeah and i guess that's like a that's like a metaphor of like what happens for guys that actually do want to seek help Mm. 
I guess th- th- that reaction sort of makes it harder to see Kepler ever again, you know? It just yeah. reinforces that entire idea of toxic yeah, masculinity. Just, yeah, that, like, I need to hide this because if I bring this out in the open, I'll just be mocked. Mm. Yeah, and imagine how scary it was for him to, you know, he probably mm. wanted to say something, but he actually couldn't say the truth. He did get a long sleeve shirt, though, and he did try out. At the yeah, I was going to ask you that if he actually tried out. I'm That's so yeah, glad he did. You got it. I respect that. So, have you seen like people that you were close friends with? Because I know you, you you do have like a lot of m- male friends, and have you seen them get sucked up into this kind of mob mentality that we were talking about? And how how did how did that shift look? And how did that make you feel? Like I was saying earlier, like sometimes it's not even a shift. It's like uh, people are raised with these ideas and like you know like standards mm-hmm. of what it means to be masculine and people like when they're raised like that they start feeling like if they're not masculine then they're not worthy of like anything in life right Hmm. does that make sense and sometimes people get their self-worth from how much of a man they can be and sometimes that can be healthy but then like if like sometimes if it just gets too much and then people just start feeling like and uh yeah i guess with some friend groups or not not friend groups i wouldn't say i guess just with like groups of men like it can just become toxic to like try and force everyone to fit into those standards i feel like there are these standards but when you're around when you're surrounded with a group of men these standards kind of get like exaggerated like it just gets more exemplified you know yeah it gets more intense yeah and then you're just putting each other in a higher and higher standard of what it means to be a man. And that can actually, like, hurt a lot of people. Yeah, and if you're in a group of guys, like, you want to be accepted, you want to conform so that you're not the one that's singled out. Because what I see so often is just people getting ganged up on Mm -hmm. in a group of guys if they do something that's a little bit different or just, like, less manly, air quotes. Mm -hmm. Or even if they, like, call them out for doing something, right? Yeah, and I think the worst part is that sometimes it's not even that guy's fault that they have these standards. They were grown up that way and yeah. told in the first place from their parents or whoever that it's supposed to be that way. And it's like the people they're surrounded by too, like also believe in the same thing. So it's like they're just constantly like reinforced with the same idea over and over again until it's like permanent. And no brain. one's calling them out either because they have those standards. So it's just a cycle. Like, they don't realize how wrong it is. I mean, what I've often noticed is a lot of men sort of just have one friend group. Once they find it, they just stick with it, you know? And that's kind of their entire... That's what they're surrounded with mostly. I mean, I'm not speaking for everyone, but I'm just like... That's kind of what I've seen, and I might be wrong. But, like, I feel like the more exposure you get to, like, other gender friends or different friends group even, friend groups even... You know, it kind of just um, decreases the the intensity of the standards that each everyone places on men. That seems like a good like solution almost, but I think it's hard to do that yeah. when you're already accepted in a friend group. It's yeah. hard. You can't just like reach out or anything. Yeah, I feel like that would be the ideal thing, but it just doesn't seem yeah, realistic. Yeah, it does. You can't work that way. And then when you're in the group, you have to defend everyone too. Like, I remember posting a TikTok one time, and it became this huge thing. 
and I was talking about how I thought sexual jokes were normal and okay in junior high because of the amount of them that I would hear on the daily. And I was talking about how it made me upset and how I just always thought I was too sensitive because it was always just a joke according to them. And the thing is that one guy commented on that, like hate, sending hate or whatever, right? And the thing was, I am almost 100% sure that they definitely sent that to a group chat and was like, back me up, you mm. know, or something like that. Because I know like two minutes later, more and more comments just rolling in every other second. <laughs> Some of the most irrelevant <laughs> too. Like for what? For what? So then... I just kept getting comments for so many days. People made accounts. People made edits. It was like a whole thing for no good reason. (laughs) Everyone was just bandwagoning on it, even though, like, they didn't even, like, they didn't, they were just like, she's she's a clown just because they said so. No, like, I don't think they understood what what you were talking about. (laughs) Yeah. Which also says a bit. Like, it's like, I don't... Just like sheep, you know, like one dude. Yeah, like everyone was just going and going, and I'm like, man, like no one's even answering you anymore. Why do you keep going? Like, yeah, it's like one one sheep, like just hops over the fence, and then the rest follow. Yeah. And then they're all just like, it's just so dumb because they never stop and think, why are we doing this? Like, what is the purpose of this? They just yeah go for it. Yeah, but the whole point of that with my whole story I'm saying here is just (laughs) when you're in a group, I feel like guys always do that. They need more than one guy to just back them up. It's never just them alone. It's always just... I mean, it seems like a pattern though, like even for different things. Like it's just like, I'll go go here if you come with me, you know? It's just, I guess you've always find support when there's someone else like with you, but... Sometimes you're not supposed to do certain things, like, you know. Yeah, I feel like it's just, like, they feel like they have more power that way. Hmm. And if you are in a group, you're almost expected to hate on me, too. Hmm. (laughs) I don't know, I guess they're just scared to do alone. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. And I guess, like, even being the odd one out, like, saying that, hey, this is wrong, is, is probably super scary because... I think a lot of them are, or like, I don't want to speak for them, but I'm saying, like, if I was in that situation, like, I would be scared to, like, lose them, you know? Or, like, if, yeah. I, if they've been, like, uh, long-time friends with me, then it would just be hard to say something because then they'd be like, oh, no, what if they judge me for it? And then they just, yeah, like... Yeah, they'd be like, why aren't you defending me? me right now? Which isn't healthy, first of all, but... Yeah, but. can we talk about how unhealthy that is? That's, like, <laughs> that's really bad. Yeah. <laughs> But I remember um, after that whole situation, uh, Kempis kind of stood up to them, right? So do you want to talk a bit about that? Yeah, I mean, you know, I disagreed with them. I was like, yo, like, why why are you guys doing this? Like, step back and think about, like, like you guys didn't even, like, try and understand, like, what the point of the TikTok was. But, yeah, I just got, like, on and I didn't want to deal with it, so I just left the group chat. And then... I mean, I don't know what else there is to say. Like, I disagreed with them, and I tried to call them out, but no one would listen, so, I mean, I just left. I mean, you managed some people. You managed to get some people to understand, though, right? Yeah, yeah, I guess some people, but 
I still don't know how a lot of people feel. And I know, like, a lot of people still just don't care. They're just like, oh, I don't care. She's a <laughs> ugly nose. Yo, oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, but I just... No, but even in this situation, I'm glad that some people understood. But it shouldn't take this much time and effort for them to understand. They literally could have just talked to me about what I was talking about. Yeah. It was it's that simple. Like they could have talked to me, try to understand what I'm saying, and it would it could have just been like that, but it didn't. And I think like little things like actually calling out your friends is probably a huge deal. And and he managed right. Like Kempis managed to get some people over to the right side, I guess. Yeah, and like him doing that and him getting on his podcast and talking about it is sort of the first step of. Like, trying to dismantle this, you know? Cause, yeah, and I think it's super important. Yeah, and we're glad that, that more and more people are doing that, and there's more men, because also, this is sort of, it's sort of connected, but, like, I've seen, like, an Instagram post where, or a story where, like, a dude was uh, being emotional and, like, talking about his feelings and stuff, and we, and that just, it doesn't seem like a big deal, but to me, it was a big deal, you know? Because I don't yeah. really see that, and it's just always, like, w- w- females who cry more at least yeah. that's what that's been represented at least and and seeing that just made me happy because there's more representation of what actually men go through instead of the standards yeah yeah it it's actually it's really encouraging to other guys who probably see that being like this is okay like mm-hmm. this guy's doing this and it takes so much courage to do that to be the odd one out yeah but i think it just puts in so many new ideas in other people's heads mm-hmm it's just you just like you spend your entire like childhood with these people and then then you then like something like this happens and then you just see the fundamental like differences in Mm. your beliefs and it's like just kind of sucks because there's nothing you can do to like like no matter what you say they're still gonna believe what they believe and i don't know i don't know how Honestly, like, I don't even know how I broke out of, like, the shell of thinking. Mm -hmm. I guess it was just, like, exposure. Like, when you go on the internet, you just see a bunch of random stuff, (laughs) whether you like it or not. (laughs) Wait, so that's how you got out of your shell? (laughs) What? Yeah, basically, I'm saying, like, exposure to different ideas apart from your own, like, help you to really, you know, I don't know, like, I guess develop, like, your ideals, yeah, because when you're isolated in this one group of people and they they just surround you with these ideas, yeah, it's hard to just, like, reach out and actually be educated on something more. Yeah, like, these same ideas are, like, bouncing back and forth and they just get stronger and stronger and stronger and there's no one to, like, break the wall and just, like, let it go, you know, yeah. and find new exposure. You're just always within these four walls. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready for the break talk? Yeah, I think this is a good time for a break. Don't they literally eat poop? (laughs) No, No, first of all, no. They they smell it. Yeah, Mm. my dog does that. Mm. (laughs) So gross. Anyways. I kind of want a cat Mm -hmm. now. I want a cat too. Because they're like, actually the thing snuggly. Is, like, 
At first, I was like, yo, I hate cats because cats don't love you. Cats <laughs> they do. use you. <laughs> they use you? Use you That's so funny. Food. They don't see you as like an equal. They think you're inferior. But the truth is, cats are like closer to how humans think than dogs think, right? True. Because the reason why people think like cats don't like them at first is because cats set their own boundaries. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yeah. Like, yeah. they choose when they want to cuddle with you. They choose when they want to, like, hang out with you, right? And then, other than that, they're most of the time, they're just doing their own thing. Yeah. But, like, dogs, like, just, like, like there's an idea that, like, dogs are always wanting to cuddle, right? And I think that's why people, like, that's why I liked dogs more than cats at first. Because I thought, like, cats were just evil. But the truth <laughs> is, cats just want their own personal space sometimes yeah i guess they're just more independent exactly i still like dogs better let's not get crazy but cats i still really like cats 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 i want clean themselves true that's one thing like the thing i like about cats that's that's the is that they know where to poop you know Uh like they have a litter my dog man you guys are making up now no no but they, they they have to poop everywhere and then you gotta you take them on walks teach a cat to no poop you in the toilet I've that's so it. sick like i'm I just really sorry that just I you brings could do me, the like, same joy. thing with a dog if you tried it just yeah, you takes could. longer <laughs> no you guys are being ridiculous now you're being silly gooses no, no, no. i i still think i still think um dogs do deserve a place right? <laughs> like, <definitely. laughs> i mean yeah like wait you were saying that they don't no i mean no i'm just saying that like before dogs were up here for me and cats were down here but they now can't see like, you e- oh and also you're like getting farther away so Oh, okay. Dogs and cats are on equal footing. Now. Uh-huh. Now. Yeah, I, well, I don't I see, like... I would say cats okay. are more mature. Okay. Unacceptable. Maybe that is controversial, but... Unacceptable. <laughs> Unacceptable. It's not as controversial as the other topics, but... Cats are, like, <laughs> small children. Mm-hmm. I mean, aren't all pets, like, children, honestly? All small... Yeah, like, even Sugar is, like, a small kid. It's just no, annoying. But, okay, I... <laughs> Cats are more like teenagers in the fact that, like, they can choose when they want to be with you. Like, I can relate to that. Like, sometimes, like, I don't constantly want to be with my family. Sometimes I just want to do my own thing, Yeah, I guess that's true. Same with cats. Like, cats just want to, like, be able to chill on their own, you know? Like, figure out their own And then they will come to you and cuddle when they want to. Yeah. I guess they think about, like, their own needs first. And then they're like, oh, this guy's here. He's a good, or he or she is a good bonus to my life so i'm gonna go cuddle with them yeah which the the thing is if a cat likes you then that's how you know you're doing a good job because cats can choose if they want to love you i mean it's the same for a dog Hmm. that's an interesting point do any of you own a dog (laughs) no i don't own any pets honestly yeah that's what i thought i own two birds that's not the same yeah it is okay do the parrots show you love Parents. No, they run away from. No, like, I, I was thinking about this before, and I know you've answered it, but I, just so everyone knows, like, what is, what is the rewarding factor of having birds? Because it just doesn't seem like there's a lot you can do with Yours, them. Dude, they are small and fuzzy, and mm. are, are they, they fly fuzzy? away? If they fly away, they're gone forever. Where are they gonna fly to? What his ceiling? Like, fly to if <laughs> <laughs> they will never leave. 
and they will eventually no, it... learn to love me, whether they like it or not. <laughs> That's what I said about sugar, and look where we are now. Wow. Nowhere. <laughs> Nowhere. Sometimes I just want to, like, grab one of them, and then just, like, be like, right, you're going to be my friend right now. <laughs> I think that'll but just make them more scared. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they can, um, I searched it up. Apparently, if you do that, they will, like, permanently lose trust in you. and They will literally as, like, get trauma. <laughs> they yeah. will be traumatized. Yeah, they get trauma that, from that, actually. Which is so weird that such no, a small, that makes fuzzy sense. creature can experience trauma. No, no but I it mean, makes sense. I mean, if I was a it. bird, that'd be, so, that'd be the scariest moment of my life. No, no like, I just think about why. Just think about the scale, too. Like, the head, the head size of the bird versus your head. <laughs> that close. Is like a like a giant compared so to like scary. Yeah, compared to their Dude, scale. It's because um humans have eyes on the front of their head, right? Mm-hmm. And birds yeah. have eyes on the side of their head, and like birds have figured out that predators have their eyes on the front of their face. Oh. So then they see that I have both eyes on the front of my face, and they think I'm gonna eat them. Ah, uh, I see. And then and you saying, so "Hey, I'm gonna you gotta be my so friend." Probably stupid. Hey, no, it's understandable. Bird, I I could have done that so many times. I mean, like, where do you think you're gonna go? I can just scoop you in my mouth and swallow you. We are not having that in the podcast. (laughs) No, no, that sounds so sad. Okay, let me let me rephrase that. No, you don't have to. Why why do we need to talk about you eating your birds? I'm capable of eating the bird, okay. but I haven't. You choose so, not to, so but they, they but should they, respect that. They don't understand Wow, that. what exactly. a saint, bro. What a saint. Like, you just like, don't eat your birds. They're, That's they're, their intelligence is so small. All they know is eat seeds and poop. <laughs> okay, so why did you get birds yeah, in the first the, place? It sounds like so you're more frustrated you, with them. Yeah, it sounds like you don't want a bird. <laughs> no, 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 no. Why did you get a bird no, then? Okay, first of all, my mom got the birds. And second of all, I am trying to work towards building a friendship with them. Okay. But it's very Will they be difficult. able to speak? No, they can't speak. Okay, they well then that's like, lame. <laughs> we just whistle and chirp. They don't need to speak. Can dogs speak? Oh, that's lame. Dogs are lame. <laughs> I never said birds were lame. You, I mean, you said that's lame. Okay, well... <sighs> My dog can speak with his eyes. I know what he's thinking. He looks at me and I know he wants to either take a sh- get food, or run yeah, away. I thought it would be something like deep. Like- okay, I think we've done the break, right? Yes, we've okay. been done for a minute now. Sorry, sorry. But then you guys keep talking. <laughs> I mean, that's what the podcast is, but okay. So what are we talking about after this break? What is, what is entailed? So we're going to be talking about uh, toxic masculinity in terms of how men should be should be like dressing, what they should be wearing and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So we're going to kind of start off with the current standards surrounding what men should wear. It's kind of going to be like a little history lesson, like the body image one. Right? Yeah, I think that was fun. Yeah. So <clears throat> to start off, let's talk about how they are expected to not wear any, like, skirts, dresses, crop yeah. tops. Yeah. Those are just labeled as, like, feminine. Yeah, let's and talk about people, that. Like, what the heck, man? <laughs> like, why? And then it's also labeled as, like, it's gay. 
yeah. even though like it's it's just a article of clothing right right and i think i see a lot of guys um or at least like celebrities some of them are trying to tackle this mm-hmm. by wearing different things like um skirts and dresses and even like performing you know like harry styles is really big on that mm-hmm. kid cuddy performed sad people and he wore a dress too Lil Uzi vert jaden smith yeah, and i think I that saying... like that really mm-hmm. helps with tackling that whole issue true yeah it's like like so many people just on a guy for like like let's say painting his nails or like wearing a skirt but then it's the people they listen to that are doing the exact same thing like yeah i used to do that too i'd be like oh painting your nails is so weird and then i like realized lil uzi vert has done it like multiple times yeah so i think he actually has an impact like when these when these people that are really famous they're putting this out there it kind of inspires more people to be like yeah this is okay yeah like them using their own platforms for awareness and exposure right like we said and we've also seen like makeup on guys is always seen as feminine too but uh more guys are now coming out wearing things like eyeliner like yeah for example of like another thing that people are like like that's gay it's like earrings also, I'm just editing this, and we just realized how the phrase, like, that's so gay, is repeated a lot by so many people around us, and it's talked about in the rest of this episode by a lot of uh, people that Kempis talks about that he's heard. And we just wanted to make it clear that it really shouldn't be having a negative connotation, because even if it is gay, like, so what, you know? It doesn't mean that you're any less masculine or anything like that. And I feel like this whole thing can be its own topic, and it should be. And we can talk about this for days. But I just wanted to make that clear. Like, there's no real reason to use it that way. So just don't, right? Yeah. That's it. Thank you. Like, I remember one time I was wearing, like, magnetic earrings in my room. And my mom saw me, right? And she's just like, take them off right now. And I'm like, why? And she's like, because um, people might get the wrong idea from that. And I was just like, what the? Like, how? Like, mm-hmm. Why? And then I just started thinking about it, and it's like, I know other people whose parents don't think earrings are, like, a bad thing, right? And, like, they let their sons wear earrings. And then I just started thinking about, like, how stupid it is to dictate, like, what is masculine and what isn't masculine. Because, like, all that differs from, like, the culture or, like, society you live in, right? Yeah. Like, for example, my parents might find earrings gay right Mm -hmm. but another culture like would uh be fine with earrings right or maybe even encourage them to wear earrings because i know a lot of my friends who wear earrings and their parents let them so like yeah i just started thinking about like how dumb that is to say oh this is gay but then in another culture it's perfectly fine yeah, I guess, like, the fact that different opinions exist on it sort of just invalidates any opinion there is, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's just okay. There's, like, no right or wrong, really, because everyone thinks about it differently. Exactly. Mm-hmm. There should be no set standard that everyone should have to abide by. Yeah, and even, like, the location of the piercing, like, earrings, more, um, like, <laughs> even though some families might be okay with earrings, but... Once you have, like, a nose ring or anything like that, then that seems more gay, you know? 
Yeah, but, it doesn't yeah. make sense. Like, it's really just so specific, depending on like, where the piercing I'm is. I'm gonna get an earring, then I'm just gonna walk on the street and start kissing dudes. Like, I'm pretty sure that's not how it works. <laughs> yeah, it isn't. <laughs> yeah. So, what are some other reasons why these standards don't make sense? Cutie? <laughs> oh, okay. So, what really doesn't make sense about these standards, as we found out, is that they were considered like masculine these standards were considered masculine literally in the past mm-hmm. like people in rome used to wear skirts made out of leather like they were called kilts right during mm-hmm. wartime and that was seen as masculine right yeah a point relating to this is kind of like how violence and bloodshed is also related yeah, yeah, yeah. to being masculine and having strength <laughs> and that just it relates back to how war like wartime men would always have to be the ones to go to war I mean, and that's why violence was kind of just. Yeah, it's you're just, a man if you're going killing people. It's scary though. It's like so terrifying that the fact that that's that's what's going like, on. Why is like <laughs> violence kind of like <laughs> like put oh, you, as masculine? Yeah. You're a man like, if you can like, stab someone. You know. Like so. really? Yeah. Like learning about um how in World War Two, like boys would purposely want to get drafted so they could go to war because they just got like a sense of like accomplishment right they felt like if they weren't fighting if they weren't dying for their country then they were just worthless because they weren't like man enough to go get a gun and shoot someone so yeah so standards are really just reinforced like even back then Mm -hmm. it was literally since the beginning yeah and another thing was like uh like uh heels were mm-hmm. originally made for men mm. yeah that was yeah. really weird to find out too that's very interesting yeah, yeah. like persian soldiers would wear high heels because like basically like the saddle thing right it would i don't know how to describe like the saddle has those grooves at the bottom and then the high heels fit in the grooves. Mm-hmm. So then, like, they could just keep their hands off the horse. And while their hands were off the horse and their high heels were, like, clicked in, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, Wizard of the Oz style. <laughs> then they would just start shooting arrows. Yeah, I guess, like, this is during the time in war where horses were being used. Right? Let's just yeah. make that clear. And, and <laughs> bows and arrows. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So high heels were used to, to like, find stability and then eventually i actually can't remember how they women started wearing them no i think at one point like women just started wearing them because like why not and then it's sort of just both genders started wearing heels but it just started uh, became like different styles and then eventually people didn't need like men didn't need the high heels anymore because no more horses you know so it sort of like died out in that way and they didn't need it for their violence and bloodshed so they're like okay done with heels (laughs) cowboy boots still have heels to this day though exactly because they're using horses you know Mm -hmm. yeah so that's kind of interesting yeah it's a weird shift it's a very weird shift because at one point it was just only men and now Mm -hmm. it's only women or for the most part Mm mm-hmm I mean, it shouldn't be, though. Like, we're saying, if yeah. you want to wear heels, wear heels. Okay. <laughs> wear heels. <laughs> okay. Also, like, makeup was really important in Egyptian cultures, like, for men. And it was considered, when men would wear it, I, th- I think it's around 4000 BC. And, like, it was considered attractive or a symbol of wealth and status. And 
it just seems so interesting how that contrasts with current day standards just like everything else we've talked about so i think that just basically like every society has different standards like the thing is like going back to the whole heels thing like if a cowboy wore heels Mm -hmm. that's acceptable but if you were just in like like where we live you know Mm -hmm. like we just live in like a it's not the wild west right (laughs) so (laughs) if a man wore heels here it'd be way weirder so you just can't like please everybody because the standards are literally always changing and relating to the whole like body image episode the standards are always fluctuating and i think it's just it's inevitable you can't you can't just have this standard forever and i think looking at the standards in the past like it just proves how much it changes over time and Mm. how like the things that are seen as feminine now are seen um were seen as masculine back then yeah i mean also it generally just what was seen as masculine back then was just came down to needs and necessities you know like for the heels thing they needed to they need to be stable in the horses so that's why they have heels it wasn't like a I'm trying to I'm trying to like prove something. It wasn't like a style thing. Yeah, and even just naturally in nature, a lot of primitive societies have always had like men as hunters or gatherers, and that's why and women would like nurture like their children, right? And that's sort of where these gender roles came like stem from. And Yeah, and that whole hunter hu- being a hunter, like men being hunters, that kind of reinforces the violence thing again. Right. And that's your your job as a man, I guess. Mhm. Yeah, I guess that's the main point that, like, literally, it doesn't matter what you do, someone is going to think it's gay, and someone else is going to think, wow, you're such a manly man for doing that, right? Mm -hmm. Like, literally, anything you go about doing, like, you know, that actually reminds me of, like, um, like, like, a couple months ago, right? I, like, I just remember telling my friends, I started listening to this artist and he's like a female artist. I think it was like um can't remember it must have been like Georgia Smith or something right mm-hmm. and they said it was they were like yo that's so gay that you're listening to a female artist and yeah it's just so dumb because <laughs> like it's literally just music that you're listening to and then like yeah. that's so gay and like honestly like if you really think about it it's gayer to listen to a dude because <laughs> like yo why are you enjoying a guy's voice so much <laughs> yeah <laughs> literally <laughs> that's so odd that's so yeah. odd and it's like people would say the same thing when they found out i would do gymnastics because gymnastics was mainly an all-girl sport and i was like the only guy in it and there's like a stereotype that like like only gay dudes would go into gymnastics and same with being in dance class and just speaking on dancing like i remember when i would have to dance for like um like my pujas like in my brown communities like we would do like entire like festivals right Mm -hmm. and like i would often perform in like plays and like do like dancing and like when i tell like my friends in elementary about it they'd be like dude that is so weird because like what what's it called like the things that like um i don't know like ancient indian tradition would wear like yeah yeah like traditional like indian clothing right mm-hmm. 
like it was like ancient Indians. <laughs> Sorry. Dude, I, just, I couldn't find the yeah, words. Yeah, that's okay. Are you talking about gurtas? Is that what you guys it's call it? Kind of. No, but there's something of. like. No, not not no 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 not that. I'm not talking about gurtas. It's like. It's kind of like a lungi. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, I know Like those yeah. long, what like is, airy, roby pants. No, but lungis are cool though. Like all men wear it. Yeah, I don't know what those are. Like I guess because like um. It'd be like my white friends, right? They'd be like, oh, that's so weird. It's basically kind of like a skirt, if you think about it. Because mm-hmm. it's just like the bottom is like completely open, right? Yeah. And it goes down to your ankles. And yeah, I guess that just makes me think about how the West's ideas of masculinity, like, I guess where that's a lot of our ideas of masculinity come from growing up. Because from other cultures, like other things are seen as masculine, but in canada it's different right yeah and that that's yeah, like have you guys we seen that ever before. yeah i mean like i i've noticed the exact same thing like because my culture wears lungis and veshis like a lot and i think it's actually kind of cool like it's <laughs> it's really it's really freeing too you know like Dude, it's not it's, it's, comfortable. it's like, so comfortable just, like you could just like skip over fields of daisies exactly that's what it feels like you just go with the flow yeah and then (laughs) i mean that's i feel like that's what these like these western ideas they don't they don't understand it because they aren't exposed to this you know Mm -hmm. and until you you know what it feels like you cannot have a say about it that's what I mean. like just so everyone should just try them on try out everyone a lungi and it's see like, how it feels it's like it's like okay can you guys explain what it looks like okay here i'll just search because it what if people you. listening don't know the okay. way i don't it's know. basically like a really long ankled skirt but you know how skirts like they go off at an angle like 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 angle like a-n-g-l-e right yeah like this but a lungi is just like straight down Oh, Dude, okay. search up lungi. It's literally, it's it's just like a skirt that goes down to your ankles. And yeah, dudes wear it's it. like a cloth that you just wrap around your waist. That's yeah. it, basically. And yeah, L U N G I. Oh wow, it's like nothing at yeah. all. <laughs> it's, it's like <laughs> a towel. <laughs> yeah, it literally, it looks like a towel wrapped. No, like, but it's really good. Like cloth. a, yeah. Also, they take yeah, a certain way looking, to. Uh, yeah, so wrap it's it. literally just like a skirt yeah. that's wrapped around. Exactly. It's like you guys are experiencing dresses for the first time and just <laughs> hit a revelation. No, but that's what. Like that, like it literally. I yeah. wear that kind of stuff all the time. Exactly, it's I feel really like nice. we've been <laughs> missing out on a whole like mm-hmm. variety, like a whole new field of clothing just because guys, masculinity try, is there. Guys, try about. dresses. Yeah. Dresses will change your life. Yeah. So freeing. <laughs> So, just, like, let's just dismantle that. Because, you know, at the end of the day, it's about comfort, you know? <laughs> like, men need, to be, need, men need to be as comfortable as women can be in dresses. That's what yeah. I'm, that's what I'm uh, advocating for right here. What else do we want to talk about? Oh, yeah, crying. I mean, we did talk about crying, though, in starting. You were talking about crying? I feel like that's, that's the thing that a lot of people talk about when they first think about toxic masculinity is, like, guys aren't allowed to cry yeah it's just about being strong and it's just like you got to get over it you know you got to have the strength in air quotes to not show your emotions which just seems so counterintuitive because at the end of the day that just makes you feel like crying even more 
<laughs> no, I remember I wanted to ask you guys when, like, if you're comfortable, when was the last time you cried? Hmm. Well, I'll go. Um, I think generally for having a really good cry, I it's been years. It's been like, yeah, because ever since I moved here, I just haven't cried. Like, because I just don't know why. And even if I wanted to, I just couldn't. Do you think, yeah. like, the standards of, like, masculinity and, like, what you're supposed to do as a man, um, do you think that impacted that? I feel like it did because it just doesn't seem like something that I would naturally, like, be able to do, you know? And even if I, like, now that I know that it's okay to cry, even if I wanted to, it just seems so hard to cry. Like, I sometimes... Yeah, because it's just can't. embedded in there that yeah. you just, you, you don't cry. Now I just physically, I just... Like, maybe I might get, like, one tear someday, but, like, it's just, like <laughs> seriously. But I kind of, I would, like, I'm not proud of it, you know? Like, I, I, I want, like, I'm okay with wanting to cry. And yeah. I would like to cry sometimes when I'm sad, you know? Yeah, like, the, it, it, re- it relieves a lot. Yeah. Well, the last time I cried was, it's actually kind of funny story, because basically one of my um friends right he was telling me about this like super traumatic event that he was like was basically this thing happened to him and he was still going through it and it was just so like messed up like i started crying for him right because mm-hmm. i felt so bad i was like yo i can't believe you have to go through that man and then he looks at me <laughs> and he starts laughing and he's like a beta male <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. He he went through this like a messed up thing. And he starts laughing at me for crying. <laughs> about the shit he had to go through. Toxic like, masculinity right there. It's, it's, <laughs> I I just I stopped I just started laughing in the middle of my crying and I'm like, "Bro, you just told me that like like for example, like like yeah, yeah he just told me he just went through something like crazy that like if i went through like like i don't even know what i do but yeah and then there he was just laughing just <laughs> unable to produce any other emotion because of what he went through that's actually kind of sad though yeah that it is, is kind of sad. sad but it was pretty funny that he called me <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so um now that we know how terrible toxic masculinity really is disgusting disgusting disgraceful unacceptable disappointing lame come on man like (laughs) that's that's the worst that like is that that a lame thing to say yeah that's a lame thing to say okay makes sense anyways you guys get the idea yeah so let's talk about what we can actually do about it because i want to leave this on a positive note not just tell you guys that this is messed up and leave it at that you know Mm -hmm. so i think the number one thing maybe I don't know spreading awareness in general yeah especially guys Mm -hmm. and like standing up to like just calling their guy friends out when they see toxic masculinity is really important i mean yeah like we've talked about that sort of the entire episode how exposure Mm -hmm. is key you know and being accountable is key like once you start exposing yourself to the actual like true information education that is out there on masculinity and what that even means is just there are no set standards it's just something that you make up as a culture or as a society or even uh personally and i think having that information is important like especially like in schools 
like just just teaching kids that it's okay and then yeah. like as they learn about it they can mature and after, so then they've been used to that kind of thing yeah it's if it's put in their heads at the beginning you know like if it's really spoken about way more when they're just kids they're mm-hmm. gonna grow up thinking like all these things just like how we're taught to respect other people you grow up learning bullying is wrong for example right it could be the same thing with this explaining toxic masculinity explaining how guys can do what they do what they want wear what they want Mm -hmm. and kind of express their feelings if they show that in early age they'll be brought up with those same ideas right even if their parents are not explaining that to them schools that's a huge thing to me Mm. so yeah i mean other than apart from like i guess like people learning about it in schools i mean like personally i just like reassure like the guys i'm friends with that like it's okay to be vulnerable you know like you don't always have to just act like everything is all right and you're not going through something because if you're going through something like i'm not going to be there to laugh at you Mm -hmm. i'm going to be there to help you go through it right and like yeah i mean i've cried in front of my friends before like when i've been through like really messed up things and yeah like you know i guess like just opening yourselves to this idea of being supportive to each other and your friends like helps build those boundaries yeah i mean more like break down those boundaries i mean yeah yeah, Yeah. i guess like (laughs) break down those ideas you know yeah yeah if you show them firsthand like i'm doing this in front of you you can do this in front of me too Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's so sweet i respect that (laughs) (laughs) what oh Wait, what did you say? He told me to shut the hell up. Oh, wow. Disrespectful. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, so, well, basically, I guess what it comes down to is that although these gender roles exist, like, the fact that men have mostly, like, historically been hunters and gatherers and women have been nurturing kids, like, and that's not a bad thing to have them. It's just we shouldn't be limited by these things. It shouldn't, like, dictate how men and women need to be for the rest yeah. of uh, for the rest of uh, like our futures you know like it, it shouldn't be so specific and mm-hmm. so like down to every little detail yeah. including like how they dress and how they act because at the end of the day that's just always been changing and just this comes down to the body thing again right like these standards just always change and it's just about about your personal like desires yeah so. so I hope we educated you guys a bit. This is all just to spread awareness and kind of bring more attention to the real problem mm-hmm. and tell you how you can help out too. Yeah, and honestly, this was really fun to have a guest speaker. Like, yeah, even if I think we it weren't out really well. Yeah, even if we weren't like aware of a lot of these incidents, it was just really nice to hear someone talk about it. Oh and... yeah, you know me. <laughs> <laughs> we were getting real serious yeah (laughs) (laughs) no but this is this is his personality he's a very chill guy but we're really glad that you like uh, like brought these things to the surface and you're spreading awareness about this because that's what we're trying to do and that's what we want other people to do too yeah so i think it was really great to have a guest speaker this episode because we haven't experienced it enough yeah and i think that's all we have to say Bye, guys. Thank no. you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. No, it actually sounds like a car. Like, 
Yeah. It's what you hear. Okay, anyways. We hope you enjoyed this. Uh, follow our Instagram for different behind the scenes. Um, just different information. Some We have some really interesting like helplines and just educational stuff that we post in our stories too. So that's at Diving Deep With Us. And mm-hmm. we also have our email if you want to email us just to just to talk yo like if you just want to if you're going through something you talk to us (laughs) and let us know how you like the guest speaker and like if you'd like for us to do it again we'd love to have more email you to ask if they could be guest speakers oh that's actually a good idea thanks campus oh okay okay yeah so if you guys want to do that that's at diving deep with us at gmail.com yeah campus do you want to say something can I do the neum again? Sure, go ahead. <laughs> okay, go again. Neum. Okay, I'm gonna say something. Okay, say something. Okay, <laughs> I forgot. Sorry. You okay, go. you know what? You know, you know what? I'll you finish forgot. this. I'll How finish this off. Okay, listen. <laughs> guys the end of the day these generals don't ex these wait no these they do exist the generals (laughs) do (laughs) you love being mean don't you yeah pretty fun (laughs) (laughs) is your mom vacuuming too yeah my mom's vacuuming like i like i literally heard it on the wall i don't even know how she's doing that Gotta get that dust, bro. (laughs) (laughs) On the wall. That was probably the best take I've ever done. Okay, good. Because you've only ever done one other. Okay, I'll. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)